Hello and welcome to Health Professional Radio. I'm your host, Neil Howard. Real glad that you could join us again. In this segment, we're going to be speaking with returning guest, Dr. Jamie Weiner. Joining us here is a psychologist and co-founder of Inheriting Wisdom. It's a consultancy for high net worth families. And he's also the author of the book, The Quest for Legitimacy, How Children of Prominent Families Discover Their Unique Place in the World. He's joining us to talk about liminality and the distinction between clinical depression and relatively normal suffering. Welcome back, Jamie. How have you been? Great. I'm glad to be back with you. Glad that you decided to take some time with us again. Uh, for those who may not be familiar with you, give us a little bit of your professional background. So I'm a clinical psychologist by background. Um, for probably the last 15 or 20 years, I've been working predominantly with high net worth families. In the last five years, I've been part of a qualitative research study where we've interviewed rising gen family members from around the globe, which led to writing the book, The Quest for Legitimacy, How Prominent Children Find Their Unique Place in the World. What is a high net worth family? It's a great question. I, I usually define it if you have more money than you think you're going to use in your own, own lifetime, so that there's really concerns about um, the impact of, from one generation to the next generation. Now, when you say concern about the impact from one generation to the next generation, concern that the next generation might squander what the previous generations have accumulated within that family? So I, I think that is the fear of the people who um, are the now generation, either created the money or have concerns because They've been passed money or businesses, and they're concerned about what's going to happen in the next generation. Actually, the book portrays a very different picture of a generation that really wants to go on a quest and figure out how to make, make the most out of their lives and make a contribution to the world. When I was uh, in middle school, high school, college, I thought that if uh, one of my classmates was, for lack of a better term, a rich kid, that there were no problems at all. They had it great. There were no problems. They were going to, you know, go through life to sail through it. But your book suggests that there's a lot of pressure on children of uh, high net worth families to maintain the status quo. Yeah, I, I think it's true of high net worth families. I also grew up in a family that wasn't a high net worth fam family financially, but my dad was prominent mm -hmm. in the community. And I think the challenge to feel like whether you can measure up is a significant challenge for kids who grow up in those kinds of families. Is it more of a challenge for the child who's in a high net worth family to uh, fit in, or are they more worried about pleasing mom and dad or the generation before them, making sure that the uh, the name and the, and the prominence continues. So I think it's in part pleasing, but I also think it, that there's a, a, a model of what being accomplished mm -hmm. looks like, mm -hmm. that you, you grow up and go, you know, how am I ever going to do anything that would live up to what the world sees as, as truly being accomplished. So it's more of what the world is going to think as opposed to what the immediate family is going to think. 
could be both, mm. but yeah, mm-hmm. I think it's 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 more the world mm-hmm. than it is necessarily the family. In your book, The Quest for Legitimacy, How Children of Prominent Families Discover Their Unique Place in the World, you, you talk about breaking moments in that book um, and, and periods of liminality. Talk about these breaking moments and what is liminality? So in the interviews we did, we did interviews with 24 rising gen family members from around the globe. And every single one of them called out a moment in their life that was a break. And like, that's what I would refer to as breaking moments. It was something that all of a sudden they were going along on, on their path and something happened that um, kind of shook everything up. Mm-hmm. Um, and what it led to, so for example, there was a gentleman named Rishi, longer story. He had been involved in the family and been helping out the family business. He went to the World Cup. He was in Florida. He got an email from his dad that basically fired him. Stopped talking to his dad for two years. That was a breaking moment. What it threw him into was a period of what I call liminality, of feeling betwixt and between. And I think your listeners can understand what that might like feel like. And part of it is that can look very much the same as depression looks, mm-hmm. but it has connected to it the potential for it to be a transformational moment that can lead to growth. Ah, so as opposed to being depressed by that email that basically fired him, he was just sad over it, blue, ticked off over it, angry, <laughs> angry, not necessarily clinically depressed. He was reacting in a way that any normal person would being rejected. Is that a fair assessment? It's a fair way uh, assessment. It's very relevant, even in terms of the number of kids in, in college. Um, is, you know, 30% of them at this point are looking for some kind of treatment for loneliness, mm-hmm. <laughs> and depression, or anxiety. Mm-hmm. And I wonder how much of that, given what's going on in the world, is that, that they're in the middle of a breaking moment where they really need to use a period of liminality of feeling betwixt and between to sort out who they are and figure out in some form of a quest how they're going to move forward with their lives. When does this liminality normally become important? Middle school, high school, or are we talking, you know, you mentioned college. Once you're in college, I would think you're on your way to being, you know, an integral part of the high net worth family, as opposed to, you know, being in middle school and high school and navigating all of that adolescence. So one, it can happen at various points in in one's life. Mm -hmm. So, we interviewed somebody from Costa Rica in um, probably 10 or 11 years old. He was in a family that did a lot of competitive ten- t- uh, tennis. He broke his arm, so he had a literal break. But from that point on, he couldn't participate in the family in the way that he always had. And he had to rethink what was important for him. And I think that happens at different points. Particularly when we think about the brain not being formed until we're in our uh, mid-20s, college may be the sign that you're on your way, but it also is the moment where you need to sort out 
what it means to have to internalize what you've learned in the world and what you've learned in the family that you were brought up in. Is it more of a challenge with families that, um, I guess for lack of a better term, generate new money as opposed to old money? Of course. So we interviewed one family that went back 450 years and another family that went back 250 years. And instead of it being the success and prominence of a single person, by that point, there's this whole history behind you that you have to figure out your relationship to and sort out, who am I? Do I have, is it important that I'm involved in the family business? involved with the money of the family, but also, who am I? What am I going to do? Who am I going to form relationships with? How am I going to move move forward so that I feel like I have agency in my life? Who is the book for, The Quest for Legitimacy, How Children of Prominent Families Discover Their Unique Place in This World? Is it for the children of these prominent families to find their way or for the adults in this prominent family to understand what's going on with their children? Hopefully it's a book that a lot of people would enjoy to read. Mm -hmm. But the book, when I was writing the book, I wrote the book, first of all, for those who are in the rising gen see themselves as rising, and that could be into their 30s and 40s. But it's also a book then for the parents who want to figure out how do they sort out what's going on with the next generation and begin to allow some room for the, the next generation to go on their own quest. Dr. Weiner, give us a website where our listeners can learn much more about your book, about you, and about inheriting wisdom as an organization. So um, the book can be bought any, at any place the books are bought, and I would send people to the questforlegitimacy.com website to learn specifically about um, this, this project. And I believe another source is www.inheritingwisdom.com. Is that correct? That's, that's true. Great, great. The two are connected. Thank you. Jamie, always a pleasure. I'm looking forward to our next conversation. Fascinating stuff. This has been a pleasure. Thank you. You've been listening to Health Professional Radio. I'm your host, Neil Howard, in conversation with returning guest, Dr. Jamie Weiner. Audio copies of this program are available at hpr.fm and healthprofessionalradio.com.au. You can also subscribe to the podcast on iTunes. Listen in, download at SoundCloud, and be sure and subscribe to our YouTube channel at youtube.com, Health Professional Radio.